I'm back in the saddle again. Me and the boo and my friends. I'll try. <laughs> I'll try starting. What's up, everybody? Dallin and I are back, and this is kind of like a... I feel like you guys are in a toxic podcasting relationship with us where we just kind of disappear every once in a while. But we are determined not to this time, and we're determined this year to have a year of podcasting, the year of the podcast. I've become a podcast fan. Of I my think own that's podcast. why it's going to work. Dallin went on a podcast. He went on a podcast with someone else, <laughs> and he's been. You've been like baptized been, by fire into listening to podcasts. Into podcast, dumb, dumb. Yeah, he listens all day. I just not all day no like but it's there's something about just having a semi-intelligent conversation between two people mm-hmm. or more people mm-hmm. in your ear right. when you're doing something that makes you feel like you're part of a bigger conversation makes you feel like you're not alone yes. makes you less depressed makes you feel like you are just being somewhat informed of something going on somewhere i just humans are hyper social creatures and just having some conversation in your ear that mm-hmm. you can kind of relate to and hopefully is either funny or intelligent or inspirational or just relevant or neither, either or both or all of them. Right. Is just, there, it does something to me and I like it. Yeah. You, Dallin's kind of just discovered this. I have been, I had like my first lonely year after we got married and I was pregnant with George and I had quit my job because we had moved and then I was going to have a baby. So it just didn't make sense to like start a teaching job. Plus I was throwing up every day. And just not well physically. And I became so lonely and I discovered the Dave Ramsey podcast. And it was like sitting in the living room. It was like your happy grandpa. I listened to him for hours every day because I was just lonely. You were at work and we were, I would moved away from my friends and my family. It was just me, me and my pregnant body and a dog. Who knows what you'll attach to. Maybe it's Dave Ramsey. Maybe it's Joe Rogan. There came a point where... Luna was not enough. I needed like communication. And I listened to Dave so much and it was like, Every morning I would wake up and go sit in my grandpa's living room, Grandpa Dave, and he would just teach me about life and yell at people and I would listen. And and that's what I did. You had to pay your stupid tax. I know. And I'd be like, that's That's right, Dave. That's how I felt about, yeah, they did have to pay their stupid tax, That's right, Dave. Dave. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. You start to relate to him. He was like a family member. You start to miss it when he misses a day. Yeah. And then I got. Like, what am I going to do with my time? 7 to 10 p.m. After I got sick of Dave. Not, I don't know if I got sick of him, but I was just like, oh, there's other podcasts. I listened to like hours of this lady who taught me how to like buy rental homes oh yeah <laughs> and she was great the, oh we did yeah we, we and Dallin listened to that for a sec and there was another podcast where one believed in the stock market and the other one believed in <sighs> real estate and they would go back and then forth. there came a point where i was just like i don't have any money and i can't listen to these people because it made me like angry at my life so then i switched and i listened to like a pop culture podcast i've listened to podcasts about shows podcasts about the bachelorette you listen to year of polygamy Oh yeah, yeah. That was fun. That was a lot. That was heavy. And then I think we had James and I just stopped listening to podcasts. And then we started our own podcast, I think. And then fast forward three years, five years, six, seven, gosh, we're old. And then you discovered podcasts. I mean, I've been listening to podcasts. We loved Casey Neistat and Candace, Couples Therapy. Well, that's, uh, I felt that way about Casey's vlog, the way we've been talking about how you feel like you relate to somebody and you miss it when they don't upload that day or something. I felt that way about Casey when he was daily vlogging, mm-hmm. like years ago. And then when he stopped, I felt like I lost a friend almost. Well, and when he stopped, it was weird because he was like, like 
logically I can see this, like it's a lot of work and it's like being super vulnerable all the time. And there's more to vlogging than just like record and upload. Right. But mm -hmm. in my mind, in my Casey's my best friend, I watch him every day mind. It was like, wait, you don't want to be my friend anymore. Like being my friend is too hard. It was sad. It felt like we had to break up from Casey. It's, it is sad. Yeah. There was a study done of what motivates monkeys in their cages mm. to do something. Oh. Sad. I know. I, I hate wanna... zoos. This but they found so, out what doubt. motivated them to do something most was to give them some time peeking into the cage of another monkey. See what they were up to. Yeah. Because monkeys are social creatures. Humans are social creatures. Humans are hyper social creatures. Just being able to feel like you're in with somebody else or part of a tribe or have friends or part of a bigger conversation, part of something bigger than yourself. I really, that's what podcasts do for me. Yeah. Dallin's in. Or, and vlogs. Just watching even shows. So here's what I want to do this podcast. I think everyone needs an update, a little life update. What's been going on behind, you know, like behind the scenes podcast talk, what's been going on with you and then we can do me ask me any questions you want i'll ask you any questions i want i have a little list good titled what's up with dallin what's up with dallin what's up with that? i need what's a segment music what have you done in the last seven days i feel like this has been a busy week there's a lot to talk about this week i got a lot where do you want well i went to a funeral and you just think about life when you go to funerals yeah dallin became really like thoughtful Funerals kind of give me the ick. That sounds really mean, but I don't like them. I mean, okay. And I think we narrowed it down to like all of these like things Dallin was talking to me about, about the funeral he went to. I was just like, it was stressing me out. And finally I was just like, you're not going to do anything for my funeral. Right. And I think I was just stressing like, I need to, I don't want this for me. But I think okay. you had like a really great experience. It was so special. Yeah. That sounded really mean. I feel like I'm sounding mean. I just don't want a funeral. Ashley hates and attention. I don't, I don't she want... hates birthday parties. She for sure is going to hate death day parties. I think I just like see funerals and I like imagine what my funeral would be like. And it makes me want to never die. She told me she only wants me there and to put her in a, a wooden box. Sprinkle some flowers. Sprinkle some flowers on me. her and bury her in the prairie somewhere grass on put a tree by my head okay that's it a fruit tree that's it and i don't want anyone to come and i, I don't feel want like a viewing. the funeral is not about you though because you're literally not of course there it's about me it's my funeral and it's about your family celebrating your life because you're literally i unalive. want them to celebrate it not with my dead body in the room that's my role what if it's just under a closed no casket? i think i think it's weird closed casket funeral no, it's like how, listen it's like how i felt about cutting the umbilical cord I don't believe that should be a thing. I think the only person cutting only flesh celebrate out of my body should be humanity. a doctor that I'm paying. I don't think that's not a special thing that Dallin gets to do. Like I would have cut the crap out of that. I know. Cord. I feel about funerals how I feel about cutting the umbilical cord. I don't. You don't need to do that. It's not a special moment for you. It's not special. It's a. For the record, it's an organ. For the record, I did not want to cut it. I didn't want to go near Ashley's guts. I was hanging out near her head. I don't want my stomach to be sliced open they're holding my uterus in one hand a baby in another and there's an umbilical cord stretched between them and they're like where's the proud do they even do that anymore because yes, i don't everyone, know if it's that common everyone cuts the umbilical cord everyone 
Yes. I don't think so. Um, they do. All they my... didn't even ask me if I wanted because to. They, they had me stay behind. Because the... <laughs> they asked me first when you're not in the room, when you weren't around or you're, you go. Is to the... it really common? Because yes. I... they were like, what do you want the rules to be? How do you feel about, do you want your baby to be bathed before you hold them? Do you want a mirror? No, I don't I'm want I'm offended a that I wasn't included in this conversation does, about your baby. That's, the, that's my favorite part about <laughs> okay, hospitals. It's my baby too. My favorite part about hospitals. Look, I contributed to making that baby for about 20 seconds. I don't know what they what this says about like my personality, but my favorite part about hospitals is like I am the star. Like you are it's like if I told them to kick you out, they would kick you out. Like it, I am they are everyone is there for me. And I just love that feeling. Yeah. Anyways, the funeral your grandpa it was your grandpa it was my grandpa it was a beautiful celebration of life and just a special family time and rekindled a lot of relationships that i haven't seen some extended family in a while and it was really special for me it was just one day everybody got together haven't been ever had everybody together like that in years we used to do annual family reunions i don't think i've ever maybe i don't even think i don't think i've ever had everyone all those people when i've been married to you like in a room yeah you probably did it more often i've met them all i think but never all did you do it more growing up no i'm saying your family like how they were all there i've never i've never since we've been married i've never had all of my family like they've never all been there when i was there since i've been married to you i've met them all but like at different times yeah we used to every year go to flaming gorge or something uh but we kind of stopped as Kids had more kids and the next generation is being raised and everybody's super busy and stuff. Dallin has really funny, like funny, terrible, great memories. You know, like family reunions as kids are always like fun, terrible and great. Like all your stories you tell me, you're just like, it was like 108 degrees. There was sand in the sandwiches and all we had was sandwiches. Flaming Gorge? No, that was Quail Hall, Quail Creek Reservoir, the oh, Quail Creek one. That one was a little hot, yeah. All of your cousins are always like, remember that time at Quail Creek? And I flipped a jet ski. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was too hot. <laughs> Quail Creek in July, man. <laughs> it's a good Not time. Not a great time to go camping in a tent. No. No, maybe like Coeur d'Alene. Maybe. Maybe, maybe the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But not the desert. It was so hot. Anyways, um, what else? Uh, also this week you were on a podcast. I was on a podcast. Yeah. And I'm scared to even talk about it because it's one of those very sensitive topics. I don't even know if I want to talk about it right now, but I think I will talk about it. I'm all like, you need to talk about it, but I I was too scared to even go on. So it's okay. Religion and politics, but religion number one is the thing that people tie their identity to and their place in life, their whole worldview more than anything else. Yeah. And I'll say, um, Dallin? And it's just, I have friends and family that are active, Hold on. believing I think we members that I love so much. And I, and I just don't want to hurt their feelings or feel like I don't respect them or love them or think that they're intelligent. And let me preface this. And it's just hard. So, I mean, you guys probably know, Dallin and I kind of had like a faith crisis. So we grew up Mormon and we kind of had this whole faith crisis where we began to doubt like our religion. And one of the one of the things we listened to not to like change our beliefs, but to kind of help us feel like we weren't alone was this podcast called Mormon stories. And it's basically like people who are Mormon go on and talk about kind of like their Mormon story and a lot of, and like kind of how they like came to stop being Mormon. And 
we listen to it a ton. He has he has faithful people on there too. Yeah. Well, we just, like just I okay. It definitely skews towards people who are post Mormon, but he does have uh, active faithful guests on there too, albeit less often. But he just had Patrick Mason on there. He is one of the leading like scholars, active active participating Mormon scholars who's written a lot of books for the church and, and he was on there and John had a really long, great conversation with him and stuff. So it's not just, um, ex Mormon. Yeah. It's mostly ex Mormon though. Mostly. Yeah. Anyways, it was just like really nice to listen to, to not feel like we were the only ones having these like questions or concerns. Cause we felt that way. Yeah. Um, and then like a couple months ago we were doing a Q and a and we talked about a little bit about that. Like we answered a question about our religion and where we were at right now. And someone asked if we would ever go on Mormon stories and Dallin like tagged Mormon stories and was like, sure, we'd love to. And then the host of Mormon I stories, think people were sending our story to John Dolan. Yeah. Well, he anyways, messaged us. he messaged us and invited first us. We were both supposed to go on, but then I don't like talking about religion. I just start crying and I sound like I have a really deep voice and I, just, I never say it how I want to say it. And also I just don't know what I believe at all. So I just don't, I don't know. And I chickened out, but Dallin went on and it was like really good and really awesome. And we don't talk about it a ton here, like in detail, but if you guys ever want to know in detail, if you ever want to know my story, you can just type in Dallin Seeley Mormon stories on any podcast platform or YouTube or Facebook and you'll find it. But if you're an active believing Mormon, maybe don't. Right. Or um, if you're a member of our family. Or if you're a member of our family. And the reason I haven't told you about it is because I'm scared too and I don't want it to hurt our relationship or come between us. And so if you're hearing this first, just know that I love you and this is really awkward for me. And maybe just don't listen to it. It's just, uh, it's a sensitive area, but it was one that I just wanted to get my story out there and finally freaking talk about what's been, you know, on my mind for past years yeah well i thought it was so great and thank you listened to it like three times and i thought you did so good thanks well we can switch gears okay i want to talk about something a little more joyful please don't feel obligated to go listen to it especially if you're active believing mormon the church is working great for you maybe just don't you just don't listen to it but if you want to hear where i'm coming from or how i'm feeling about things with regards to the church um listen at your own discretion and i love you Okay, Great. next topic. Gosh, this I wrote down this list of all the things that have happened to you that I wanted to talk to you about, and they're all kind of like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> next, next, next up, Dallin almost... Maybe we've had a heavy few weeks. <laughs> I don't know. Dallin almost bought a car today. There he was at the dealership, ready to do it, ready to trade in my car for a different one that actually... Like has, has some room in it for kids and car seats. Apple and CarPlay and air vents in yeah. the back seats and... Kids aren't all on the same bench. We thought that would be a great idea. We have a forerunner right now. Yeah, we have a forerunner. It's been awesome. But um, <laughs> there's just a few little vents, you know, from coming from the center console, and it hardly reaches our kids. They're just kind of sweaty. And it gets real hot down here in southern Utah in the summer. Yeah, and they just have reached this fun age where they just scratch and claw and scream at each other the whole time they're in the back seat. So we wanted a car that would give them a little bit of space preferably farther than their arms reach away from oh, each other. The forerunner is just a bench of three seats across. We have these like narrow car seats that, and it fits barely. Yeah, James can just but literally do anything to George. We've been looking at cars with captain's seats in the middle row and then some seats in the third row. The Ford Explorer has caught our eye. We really like that car. Dallin found one he liked here in town. Dallin's the car buyer in our family. I hate 
the idea of ever buying anything, especially <laughs> a car. I'm like, well, this is what Dave Ramsey has done to Ashley. You give me like an animal to buy or a tree. And I'm like, there is no reason not to. This is obviously worth the money. Show me a car or fifth wheel or house clothes. And I'm just like, mm, no, we should put this money in an IRA. Uh-huh. Or Roth. Still don't know the difference, but I know Dave likes you to do that. IRA. And I yeah. I think he likes a Roth. Roth IRA is good because it is pre-tax. No, you pay it's your tax taxes now, now. So whoever knows what taxes are going to be like 30 years down the road, but it's uh, pre-taxed. <laughs> Boring. So, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I just hate it. hate it all. Taxes so, are probably going to be like 90% in 2050. So what? just kidding. Long story short. Joke. Dallin went there. Take it, take it away, Dallin. Oh, the car dealership. Well, if there's anything that I know about myself, it's that I hate clicking noises that don't need to be there. Our Subaru Ascent that we had before Violet was born had a clicky seat. The back, the the middle, the middle seat behind the driver's seat. There was not railing down there clicked when we went over bumps right there was, it was pretty loud sometimes and i hated it yeah there was not a drive we went on that dallin was like ash reach back there and wiggle the seat push <laughs> it down ash it. reach back there i finally figured out that if i like um strapped the car seat in super tight with the seatbelt and then yanked the yanked it forward so the seatbelt was pulling on the seat super tight then it wouldn't do it anymore but who knows if that okay, was safe so but I mean, it no it was like the seatbelt was just in super tight it was very oh. safe the car seat was in super tight. Every drive. Ash, reach back there. And just do so, see what you can do. Anyways, this Ford Explorer that I was test driving today did the same thing. No. Yeah. Oh. I tried to downplay it. The dealer was back there like, oh, look, I just shifted it a little bit and then it stopped. No. It did not Dallin stop. Dallin calls me. I drive. The seat is clicking. <laughs> and Ashley's like, don't buy it. There, Burn it. If there is one Leave thing now. I will not live through again, it is the Subaru Ascent clicky seat. Yeah. So I'm like downplaying it in my head because it's a sweet suit. It's a sweet Explorer. It's the ST. Freaking nice one. Mm-hmm. Really fast. Yeah. It's important it's for my car almost, to be that. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> um. Okay. So, I literally drive a top speed of 48 miles per oh hour gosh. anywhere I go. So just if you need to speed around somebody or get through an intersection or out right. of the way real quick. I drive when I'm alone, but Dallin nice. drives when he's nice to with have me. A so. car that's got a little pep in, yep. s- in its step. I just need someone that won't let me, something that won't let me crash into the garage again. That's our, that was our question. Oh, it also, I was like, so like, hypothetically. hypothetically, if I were backing out of my garage and the garage door wasn't up all the way, would the camera be able to see that and stop a collision? And he was like, hypothetically, yes, it does have <laughs> sensors all the way around it. He thought something we were cool so about weird. this car. If you are like, if it senses that it's imminent that you're going to hit the car in front of you, it will swerve out of the way for you. What if there's oncoming stop. traffic? I mean, it sees stuff. It senses. It's not uh, going to swerve you into something else. Robots. It. I mean, it's supposed to at least. <laughs> If everything's working right, it won't swerve you into oncoming traffic. What if it's just... But it sees stuff and senses things and knows stuff about nice. stuff. So anyways, it's really safe. The Forerunner, I was disappointed, honestly. I took a lot. I took. A, I assumed that it had a lot of features. That this is didn't kind have. of actually a, a soft spot in our relationship or Apple, a hot spot. Well, see, so this is your fault because you left it all f- up to me. So you can't blame me for it afterwards. Listen, if you are my car provider... 
If I say, if I say, I have also stepped up my assess this Dal, car before I buy it game. I'm gonna watch since the, kids. the forerunner. Go pick out a car for me. I'm doing a very good job now, by the way. Dallin forgot to see if it had Apple well, CarPlay. I just assumed that a, a higher trim forerunner 2019 would have Apple CarPlay, and it said it has navigation in it. Blah how blah do you, blah. You would my think question when you're, that it would have Apple CarPlay in it. When you're test driving it, how do you not see that? I just didn't plug my phone in. I just didn't. That's not one of the things I did. I should have. <sighs> Because it was just I for liked me. everything if else. It was a car it. for you. No, well, stop. Stop. I don't. No, don't go there. I drive it too. Take it back. Well, it's really nice that it has. It's a nightshade edition, all blacked out. Well, it looks freaking sick. <laughs> I know. That's why you bought it. You didn't care about the inside. No, I did. I assumed a 2019 nice Forerunner. It's stupid. That it didn't have Apple CarPlay. That was my biggest disappointment. I, and I was super let down by Toyota. We got home and I was like trying and to And come plug. to find out online, it's what everybody else is griping about Toyota too, how they're falling behind with tech inside their Back cars. Toyota. Stupid. The new ones are like finally having more technology inside. Anyways, the Ford Explorer Kay. is a welcome upgrade. Big old screen in there. Apple CarPlay. Wireless car charger. Vents all over the place. Vents aplenty. All over the Cup place. Cup holders aplenty. There's even USB-C like... ports. Mm-hmm. Charging stations would mm. be great. Anyways, Dallin got there though. We were so ready. We had I had test driven. Well, Dallin, I had sat in it while Dallin test drove it the night before. And then we were so responsible. We left the dealership. We didn't buy it right there. Look at us. Look at us. Came back the next day. He test drove it again. I was it, on my way to the bank. Yeah. To get a cashier's the, check. The and first time we test drove like, it, it clicked. But mm -hmm. we were like, maybe not. Maybe it's not the clicks. Maybe there's something in the back seat or something. Because if we really wanted it. So anyways, I'm driving it to the bank and it's clicking again. Hated it. Said, I can't do this unless you fix it. So it's in the shop right now. They're going to fix it and let me know if it's fixed or not. And I'm going to give it a long, good, hard test drive tomorrow by myself. That's what she said. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and without the dealer in there like, oh yeah, dude, it's no big deal. Anyways, tell me about You're yourself. Like, Don't say a word. I, Shut up, man! I am listening for I'm the listening clicks. Listening for clicks. Yeah. I don't. And, uh, I don't think you're gonna bring it home. We'll see. We'll see if they fix it. Yeah. By the next podcast, you guys will know. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna. Someone asks you what you're doing next Thursday. You say. You tell them you're Salt listening Lake to our podcast. And make sure it's not clicking. Anyways, that was that. What's next that on was your our list? Day I'm today. done talking about clicks and cars. Ugh, yeah, that was our day today. I watched the kids while Dallin went and test drove the. Ford Explorer three times then listened to its clicks mm -hmm. and then almost bought it and then didn't buy it. And I was just a grouch all day because I thought we were going to buy it. And then I was even more of a grouch because I was One like, one of those things you psych yourself up for. You're just like, and when uh, it doesn't happen, you're just like, have all this pent up energy and nowhere to release it. I think that's why Dallin's good Besides at each other. This is why I think you're good for me because <laughs> on the surface I'm like, Oh, I don't need a new, I don't need a car. And like, obviously our car is fine, but like I was, I don't need to spend money. I don't need it. That's what a waste. I'm not a wasteful person like that. We can save that money. But then deep down in my heart, I'm like, Dallin's going to do it. Well, yeah. The he, dealer calls and he's like, hey, it's in the shop right now. They're going to fix it. Be ready tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, cool. And Ashley's like, all right, sweet. <laughs> yeah. The, all re, the, so like right after Dallin got home, I was like, that's it. We're done. We're never buying a car again. What a waste of time. What a waste of money. That It all sucks. I don't, Everything's I don't horrible. want that car. And then the dealer calls and he's like, well, do you want to come in tomorrow to check out your car? And I'm like, say yes. I'm like, yep. Yeah, that's it. 
So that was the car story. Sometimes you can get in your head. Hate it. About stuff. Hate that we're getting it, but also my heart wants it. Well, also, I'm just glad that you're going to have like maps that you don't have to be watching your phone while you're driving. What are you glad about, Dallin? Your safety. Oh my gosh. Your safety <laughs> is my number one priority. <laughs> the dealer was like, and well, do you want to look at this other car? And we're like, well, it's not lifted. And <laughs> this one's not lifted. Is it a turbocharged? It's not lifted. I think it has a little lift. It is lift. turbocharged. It no. Has, no? Lifted. No. It just, that's just what the explorers are like. They have a little higher ground mm, clearance. I thought it had a little lift. Nope. Well, what was your worst part of the week? Um, Best and worst. High and low of the week. You don't have to talk about things we've already talked about. Probably the click in my car that I wanted to buy. That was the worst part? Yep. It's pretty chill. Yeah. Okay, what was your best part? I've just been feeling healthier lately. New, oh, I have my best part. Okay. I have a new high bench. Bench 275 pounds. Oh, like a That's a lot. Personal bench press. Best, a pers- new PR? PR. 275 pounds. Dallin tells me, I don't know what if that's, I'm like, is that a lot? I don't know. I can do 15 well, I, on a good day. I looked it up and it's like average to be able to bench press 180 <gasps> pounds for a male. I learned something about males today too. Finish your story, but don't let me forget. It's really good if you can bench more than you weigh. Okay. And 275 is like really, really good. That's so like that's made me feel good about that's myself. That's like 100 pounds more than you weigh. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to know what I learned about males today? What? There I was on the on Google just scrolling. No. Instagram. Okay. And there's a study that is put out that says that males penises are 20% bigger than they were in like the twenties. Well, I missed that update. They're <laughs> no, they're growing <laughs> as a population. <laughs> and I read That's that fun. and I was like, huh? Then I just kept on scrolling. That's what I learned today about boys. Okay. You guys are growing. It's good. There you go. Um, I had an exciting week. Tell me all about well, it. Well, it was my birthday week. Of course. So everyone celebrated and it was basically a national holiday and a day of a moment of silence was heard around the town. Mm-hmm. Um, because we don't give Ashley any attention. I don't want it. I don't want it. She does secretly want it, but outwardly she doesn't want it. I just want like low key attention. I don't want to party. I just want to wake up and have someone be like, I got you a present. Yeah. Or I don't want like, again, a party or a surprise party or like all of my friends to come to dinner. I think you secretly do. No, I don't want a party. I just want people to, you, mostly you or my family or my close inner circle, you know, Mm -hmm. to be like, happy birthday or here's a present or something's in the mail for you or let's go to dinner, but not, I like, like one-on-one with very specific people who are like soulmates of mine. Mm. Don't want a party. I went to a party. The, every, all of our friends have February birthdays. Turns out. Yeah. February's a busy and month for our friend group. I went to a party and it was like all of her friends came and all of her husband's friends came and it was like 50 people. That's yeah. like my worst nightmare. 
was a lot, but it was fun. She did I so, had a great time. I just sat there watching her and she did so great. She wasn't worried about anyone. She was just talking to the people who could hear her. She's at, enjoying the There was attention. like four tables of people and she was just, you know, like. She's over talking to her She's just people. over talking to the like, people around her. Just I think you feel a need to entertain everybody that's over celebrating your birthday. When in reality, they're taking care of themselves. Oh, they're just vibing, having fun. I don't want anyone to be bored at my party. I don't want anyone to feel you like. You take on too much um mental load of other people's happiness i just want to like honestly like my dream well i mean like the dream dream we have to have my parent dream is different than my dream dream the dream dream is to like be on a beach somewhere tropical with you nice (laughs) nice (laughs) but the parent dream is just like i just want i want like I want to have like a morning with my kids and then I want like grandma to be there, but my mom moved away. I want to that some them to go to her house and I just sit in my living room and Dallin brings me nachos. And then without asking, he brings me a drink. And then again, without asking, he like makes me another treat. He's just always making treats for me in the kitchen or like, uh-huh potato dishes or just he's just always <laughs> making things and i'm on my couch we're taking notes and, and it's a little bit chilly because it's february outside and i'm wrapped in a blanket and the fire's on and i'm just watching my national geographic shows about egyptians mm-hmm. and like food just keeps coming and that's my this dream. is why we love chuckarama so much. no i don't want to be at a buffet i just want you to be like oh you oh, want me to be the buffet. Well, I don't care if you're making... Like, you could order the food, too. You could Grubhub it or DoorDash or whatever. Yeah. You don't have to make it. DoorDash, I, despite all the complaining about all the fees and higher prices, DoorDash just had their best quarter ever. I just want people, someone, you, mostly you, to be like, oh, do you want this baguette? I just picked up a baguette for you. Do you want that while you watch TV? And I'd be like, yes, thank you. And then you would snuggle with me. And then you'd be like hungry should i make funeral potatoes and i'd be like yes thank you i'll be here and then you would make them and then you would come snuggle me some more just food and snuggles you are such an acts of service and quality time girl that's all i want and i want the fire on and i want the tv on and mm. i want the windows open but i can't feel the cold air but i can see outside mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i want luna like nuzzled in a little crack between me and the couch and dash laying on my feet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's all i want and I got like a version of that, the version that you can have with without your mom taking your kids all day. And it was great. Okay. People sent me presents. You got me a Stanley cup. I went to get a massage. I didn't know how like, I don't know how to say this. Wait, you got a massage? No, I got a facial. I guess like a face massage. Okay. I was like, when did you get a massage? I got this facial as a gift for myself. Yeah. And I went and like, she was just like taking care of me. And I just, I like started getting emotional. Like I didn't cry, but I started feeling like if I keep thinking about this, I'm going to get emotional. And it, cause it was just like, I just, I don't know, just like the feeling of someone taking care of me because I, I think I just feel like I take care of like the kids all day and like, mm-hmm. like give everything and just kind of feel empty sometimes because I'm just not empty, but just like. I don't know, like, I forget what it feels like to be taken care of, like how a parent would take care of you or like, you take care of me too. This sounds, I don't want this to sound mean to you, but just to have like, I get it. She was just sitting there, like taking care of me, like rubbing my face and like putting like, it was like pampering. I felt like pampered and it just made me like, 
Well, you deserve that more. I think you like shut that down when you're really busy and like it's, um, what's the word? Just like go time, you know, like there's no time. It's just everything that you do for yourself is as the fastest you can do it it's or the I most said efficient earlier. you can you do it. You take upon yourself a lot of responsibility for other people's well-being. Well, maybe more than you should. I don't think that's a bad thing. Not all the time, but maybe to a degree it could be too I much. I think it's sometimes. just because I have small children who are A lot of it's inevitable with small independent kids. Independent at all. Yeah. And everything I do, do for my like ev- that was like a slow give to myself where Great. it was like an hour cuz like I And you've been going to Orange Theory doing that yeah. for yourself too. Well, I feel like everything I give to myself is like the fastest possible or like the most efficient or like, okay, you want to eat lunch? Eat lunch now for 10 minutes when no one's around. Mm-hmm. And then it ends with someone wakes screaming. up or something yeah. or like, I don't know. It was just, it felt like it like opened up this like deep buried emotional sadness where I was like, <gasps> oh God, <you're> sad. <laughs> Jeez. Just not. I feel like me and you do this to each other a lot. Like we are stressed whenever the other person is stressed. Just like all those little disappointments where you're like, darn it, I wanted to watch that show or darn it, I yeah. wanted to like sleep in a little bit or darn it, I wanted to go to the bathroom yeah. by myself for like one second or like, oh, I just wanted to call my friend and not have anyone scream at me or those build up. Just like every tiny little moment I like had in this little, I don't know, like, box inside of my body and then when she was rubbing my face it like cracked open and that facial that <laughs> yeah. face rubber what are they called um estheticians she opened that box it just like cracked open and i was like nope shut yeah julie hanks talks about tolerating discomfort of your partner a little bit not making their discomfort your problem like Oh, I feel like, like you're taking this down a, a different lane than I was going. I don't know. <laughs> Just like I'm saying we both do this with each other. Like if the other person is anything but happy, we um, I think it's good to make it a little bit of your problem, like supporting each other through life. But maybe me and you could okay. dial back the knob. I feel, this is Dallin's way of being like, I want you to back off. Oh, no, no, no. That's not what I was saying. It's not what you're saying? I'm saying... I don't feel like you do I that. feel very stressed when you're stressed, and I think you feel very stressed when I'm stressed. I think it just ruins the day when one of us is stressed. See, that's what I just said. Well, it's hard to live in a house with someone who's like really stressed out. And well, maybe grouchy. this is a skill that is acquired or developed somehow. I don't know. I don't but know. I feel like you... <laughs> maybe a perfectly mental healthy person would still carry their own weather, even if their partner is cloudy. I don't know. It's just hard. Maybe humans just aren't like, like that. Hi. Because ready hear, to work together all day. You hear other people saying like you become who you spend your time with. You know, yeah. I think it's just the human nature that people you you can't help but let other people rub off on you a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's just it's like if we weren't married and say you were like my co-teacher in a classroom, if you were having like a super crappy day and you were just like stressed out like if your vibrations were just literally like pinging off the wall with stress that's why married relationships are different than any other relationship because you're like you're in this for the long haul it's not a temporary thing we've talked about this before with like like i feel so much less stressed or or carefree when i'm with my bestie and why don't i feel like that with you 
And I feel like it's a mental, it's a mental, what's it called? Cognitive distortion that you can fall into where you feel like it's always going to be like this. Instead of saying this too shall pass, we can work through this together. And there's a light at the end of this little tunnel. It's a cognitive distortion where you can convince yourself that it's always going to be like this. We're never going to be happy. I think it's just a different relationship. Like Because we're life partners. I'm not like sharing all my... Like there's a level of stuff that is not being shared with a friend that is shared with a spouse. Right. You know, it's like, because hey, you, you know want to go to lunch and leave all of our problems your whole life at our and houses? All your responsibilities with them. Yeah, like I'm not and your future. Also, I don't have problems with her. You know, like I talk I can talk about my problems with her, but I don't like The share. more entangled she got in your life, more problems would inevitably come up. Yeah, I don't think I think that mostly friends don't though. Huh? All of my friends have never like my issues are not with her. If they were, like, I wouldn't really probably be her friend. I mean, the more that you become entrenched in each other's life, the more problems and kerfluffles inevitably yeah, arise like, that you need to either work out or they will cause a rift the, between I feel you. Like, I feel like the only person I'm that entrenched with is your is you me. That's what I'm saying. It's a cognitive distortion that you can fall into the, this pit of it's always going to be like this or it's never going to get better. I'm stuck with it for life. I don't. Is the way I'm saying if you're in a bad mood, I'm, I, say, I say you, but I'm saying just as much apply this to me. It's a it's you can convince yourself if you're stressed or if you're fighting or something that it's like you tell yourself this is what Tony Robbins says. I feel like this is what you're going to lose something. You're going to have less of something. You're never going to get something. He's like. You can fall into this trap where you think that it's always going to be like this because you're married to them. Versus, we can get through this little t- little uh, little thing we got to work through. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. I think this we always is, got tomorrow stuff like that. I think that's how you. That's like the path you go down. I don't know if I go down that path. I'm saying. I'm, I think it's a common path. I'm saying uh, that. I'm saying that our one person's stress will cause the other person to be stressed. Yeah, but I don't think it's because I think that that's how it's going to be forever. Oh, really? That's what, that's a mental that's trap not that my, I That's not my, I think into. that's your trigger for sure. It's a mental trap that I fall into. I don't think that's, my trigger is more like, mm, I don't know. I just feel like so, I think I blame myself. Like, you just bug the crap out of me. No, my trigger, <laughs> the thing that like gets me is that I think it's, I think you are unhappy or mad or angry because of you have a life with me. Well, see, that's sad. Well, yours is sad too. It's just like different. Like you blame yourself. Well, I just, I feel, I don't blame myself. I, I think I mentally get to a place where I assume that you blame not necessarily me, but because you have a life with me. That would be blaming you. Not like me, like, you are feeling this way because you're married to me because of our life that we've made together. Not because uh, not like I'm a bad person. I'm just the reason for your discomfort. Like if I fall into a victim mentality, no, I'm just saying that's where my mind goes. That's where my mind goes with everyone. Like if a friend is mad at if anything, like if people aren't having fun at my house, it's because I didn't throw a good enough party. Sad. Or like, it's just, that's like, I don't do what you do in your head. Yeah. 
I do. I looked, listened to this book by David Burns, and he's like, a little bit of that's probably good. Feeling, feeling responsible for things, trying to make the best outcome possible. But he's like, maybe you're at a nine out of 10, and maybe we should dial that back to like two out of 10 or three out of 10 or something. Right. It, it, the, uh, he has a book called... Uh, I'm sure there's like psychological reasons called for Called Feeling it. Good. It's a really good book. I don't know if like safe is the right word. I just feel like I can't... It's probably the right word. Like, I don't... Like my inner soul just doesn't feel like if people aren't happy, then I like maybe something worse will happen. I don't know what that is though. Just like ambiguous, like danger signals go off. Not safe. Yeah, I guess. I don't know where that comes from, but like that's just childhood. I don't think I had a safe childhood. I think I think it's just like personality and like I was always very shy, You're very introverted, soul. very like tender hearted. Like if you looked at me wrong, I would cry. Yeah. I didn't talk to people like I talked to people, but I didn't really like talk. I remember when I was like 11, I was like, Ash, you got to talk to people. Or you're never going to have friends. And I like would like looked at the person at church next to me, the girl in my church class. And I was like, hi, <laughs> like I was like determined to finally make a friend. Good for 11 year old you. Yeah. So I think that's just like me like kind of like just a very like fragile spirit mm. inside that just assumes I'm the issue for everything I think. Yeah. Every once in a while it's good for me to just zoom out and see that we're just on a giant rock hurling through space mm-hmm. and just not take myself so seriously and just, you know, I try to sit back and enjoy my life a little bit. Dallin's ways of calming himself literally send me into a tailspin of stress. I'm like, I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about how I'm just a worthless speck on this earth. I didn't say worthless. Or sometimes you do. You're always like, just remember, Ash, you're just a tiny speck in the middle of a universe that's so big you don't even matter. And I'm like... I don't say that. (gasps) You matter. I've never said that. No, that's how you put it. Because it calms you. Because... Because you stress about little things. I don't say you don't matter. I say this problem probably doesn't matter as much as my brain thinks it does. I feel like you've said we don't matter. And I'm like, I need to matter. Well, I mean, yeah, everybody has a beautiful human life that we should be grateful for. We don't have to get philosophical. Oh, I'm getting We've philosophical. Just, uh, I think at the but last you year. you matter. No. Uh, maybe I've said that in anger or something, but just no, know that I think No, you don't say it in anger. You try and comfort matters. me. Like when I'm, I think that the problem at <laughs> hand probably doesn't matter as much as oh, my this brain. Is what you it's say. not a big deal, as big of a deal as my you brain. You say this to, to like comfort yourself when you're stressed. And then when I'm stressed, you try and say it to me where you're like, listen, none of this matters. We don't matter. We're just tiny little people on a floating rock in the middle of space, in the middle of a universe. I think We're- I've moved past that nihilistic phase. And I'm like, oh, and okay. <laughs> no, I'm in a new place where I'm like, we matter because something matters because we say it matters. But as far as problems go, like you can kind of zoom out and realize like this too shall pass, whatever it is. I think it's cool that it comforts you. It, I just doesn't comfort me at all. I get why it would, but I think I just need to be like, maybe I'm just still self-centered and I need to think I'm the center of the universe I and didn't that say I it. matter. <laughs> I'm like, I need to matter. You do matter. I've never said you don't matter. No, not like in a mean way, just in a way like, don't stress about it, Ash. Nothing matters. Like, 
It's not just, that nothing matters. We're just two homo sapiens walking on a rock in the middle of things, a universe that's in the middle of something bigger. We're just like specks of dust. Things I've, I mean, to a degree, yes, but I, I, I think my perspective has grown a little bit and appreciating the beauty of humanity and life. Nothing triggers me that, like Dallin's view of eternity. Like, da- like Dallin's nihilistic face. <laughs> no. I have to go sit no. alone. And- now I'm like, things matter because we say it matters. It's beautiful. And every morning, I think you should say what the Dalai Lama says to himself every morning I, and say, I have a beautiful human life and I'm not going to waste it. I believe that. There was just, I think there was like a moment in the last six months where you were like, we're just specs. That's it. We're just pieces of dirt that move. Look, it's a faith journey (laughs) and we're always learning and growing and stuff. Well, my fragile self can't handle that thought. (laughs) Okay. Best and worst parts of your week. Go. Best part. Hmm. I got lots of packages in the mail. Love a good package. Fun. Let's Uh, talk about everything I bought for your birthday and how much you loved it. Okay. Loved my Stanley Cup. Good. Loved my Vori athletic athleisure vori is our new favorite brand it's even more than lululemon is elite in regards to lulu vori is the way to go everything i have from there is insane it's pretty pricey but is it as pricey as lululemon it's the same as lulu is it really yeah okay it's the same but it's just um, i think it's a little less the clothes are just superior man so comfortable. Yeah. Best things I've ever worn on Super my body. Every time I put them on, I'm just like, oh, like you didn't know clothes could feel that way. Mm-hmm. And they do. They do. Okay. You got me a Stanley cup. You got me those things. Mm-hmm. You got me a manicure. Mm-hmm. Got a manicure. Um, I got luminary. Is that what it's called? Luminaries? I didn't know. Something with an L. And you have to like hold your fingers upside down so that it dries in the right places cool and then you have to put it under a light that i recently learned gives you cancer great and it's really hot and almost burns your hands sometimes so you have well, to go in really and out cute. yeah and they're just so cute so, so cute. that's fun i really like it what else did you get me i got you a new bag oh yeah down got me her old luggage. duffel bag yes was, uh, falling apart zipper broke and this one has straps patagonia mm-hmm. I it took was on it. sale baby after christmas you also got me a night at a hotel yeah. With my friend. Did. I <laughs> Me used and our my friend card went and stayed overnight at a hotel in our city and it was just magical. I took my bag. What did I, it how did it perform? It did so great. You like the straps. I loved the straps. <laughs> I took it out of the car and she was like, oh, is that a new bag? And I was like, Yeah, Dallin got it for me. Sweet. Dallin got it for me. Dallin. Um, we went to dinner and we just stayed so long because we didn't have to worry about a babysitter. Mm-hmm. And then we went to ice cream and we just ate it at our leisure again because you guys were babysitting and we didn't have to get home at any time. And then we went back to the hotel and promptly fell asleep. Great. Slept kind of bad. Okay. I kept waking up being like, where's Luna? Yeah. Because <laughs> I couldn't feel her. I didn't know how much she was like a part of my sleep process. And also the fan was super loud, the like air conditioner. But other than that, it was great. Okay. Woke up. Did you eat breakfast? Yes. I woke up. We just woke up when we wanted, chilled, no kids in our room, went to the breakfast place down the way called Feel Good Love Coffee. Feel Love. Feel Love Cafe Coffee. Feel Love. Cafe Feel Love. Got avocado toast, got a double shot espresso thing. Mm. It was good. Espresso is my jive. Well, yeah. It's just like a little bit, just really like 
It tastes so much better than like Keurig. It didn't make me jittery or anything, but I did like around seven o'clock. I was like, I have had the greatest day. (laughs) I've been, I've just been like energized and feeling good. Been so great. Awesome. And I thought at that moment, oh, it's probably because I had a double shot of espresso. It was, Or it was probably because you had a whole like 24 hours of, to yourself almost. Yeah. After breakfast, we went and walked around all of Target and I like shopped for Valentine's things and it was, we Great. just went every aisle slowly. What was it like shopping at your own pace without kids screaming was, at you to buy to every toy they see? It was literally so great. That's nice. Yeah. It was just like going slow. Like how I said with the face massage. Why do I keep calling it a face massage? The facial <laughs> like it just felt like I was just like taking my time uh-huh. and it was really nice because you just, sometimes you just feel like you're doing nothing but doing it really fast like you're just going nowhere but doing it at breakneck pace and you're just like all day like <gasps> and like accomplishing nothing so it was fun to be like oh I shopped for valentines and I accomplished that mm-hmm. and also whatever else I wanted it was nice Good. Best part of my week. Worst part of my week, Dash and Luna literally went insane while you were at the funeral. And I don't know, like, just decided to ruin my life. They got into the trash and I had thrown, I had gone on a cleaning. When you leave, I just like fill my time with productivity. And so I like decluttered a cupboard. And in one of the cupboards was this old bag of protein powder, completely full. We had never eaten it. Definitely expired. So I threw it away. And then I was so on top of it and I did what I never do and took the trash out to the bins. But this is a lesson I've learned long ago. You cannot let a bag hang out of the dumpster. The bin was basically shut. I like slammed on it, pushed on it. There was like literally three inches of space. And lo and behold, Dash in his acrobatic freaking tendencies. Luna, who (laughs) is like a little wiener dog. Of a mini Aussie. Luna has like moments where we'll turn around and she'll be like on top of a 12 foot counter. But most of the time she And there's like no plausible way her little stout body made it up there. Somehow she did. Most of the time, 98% of the other time, she literally has to be carried downstairs. She doesn't walk very far. I think she's just lazy. I think you just pamper her. I push her in the stroller. I carry her down the stairs. She needs help lifting into the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Dash, on the other hand, can he's like a freaking rat. He can like collapse his body and get it into any crevice or nook and cranny. He ate. First, he got the protein powder out, and then he gave it to Luna. Ugh. They both ate it, had like explosive diarrhea the entire time you were gone, pooped everywhere, outside, Oh, someone pooped inside. I don't even know. That doesn't happen. We don't have dogs that go to the bathroom in the house. I like pride myself on that. We do now. Now it's, don't give them a bag of protein powder. I had to wake up like 30 times that night. Then Dallin gets home and we go to the pool and Violet poops in the pool. Well, she had a swim diaper on. Well, the terrible thing about swim diapers is when you take them off, they've, uh, there's like a small lake of water in them. All of it. Poopy water. Can't it rushed over me like a tsunami mm-hmm. and then i was just covered in poop water for the night fun it was terrible sounds pretty terrible it was terrible that was the yeah. worst part of my week those two days on that session. note good to be back love you guys